Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Saturday, December 30th. Today we dive into the top 10 ocean stories of 2023 and explore a breakthrough in cancer research, where scientists destroy 99% of cancer cells in the lab using vibrating molecules. Plus, we delve into how seasonal shifts due to climate change are causing chaos for UK nature, and we'll discuss how deep learning is being used to construct custom thermodynamics. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Science Station. Please enjoy today's selection of science news. The year 2023 was quite a significant one for our oceans, with major discoveries, international cooperation, and unfortunately, an undersea tragedy. Charlotte, can you walk us through some of the biggest saltwater moments of the year? Absolutely, Diego. One of the most alarming developments was the record-breaking heat across the Caribbean basin and dwindling Antarctic peak sea ice. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration reported that by late June, about 40% of the global ocean was experiencing marine heat waves. Southern Florida waters even reached 100 degrees Fahrenheit in July, well above the area's 85-degree average. This is largely due to climate change, as the ocean absorbs more than 90% of the excess heat associated with global warming. That's quite concerning. But there were also some fascinating discoveries, right? Indeed, there were. Scientists discovered a new contender for the world's heaviest animal, a gargantuan fossil named Perucetus colossus, which may have weighed up to 400,000 pounds. They also found a thriving ecosystem beneath the ocean floor along the East Pacific Rise. And in a nod to the incredible adaptability of marine life, scientists developed a color-changing paint inspired by the camouflage abilities of octopuses. That's incredible. But there was also a tragic event, wasn't there? Yes, unfortunately. The Titan submersible, operated by OceanGate, imploded during a tourist voyage to see the wreck of the Titanic, resulting in the death of five passengers. This tragic event highlighted the potential dangers of deep-sea exploration. That's a sobering reminder of the risks involved in exploring our oceans. What about the international cooperation you mentioned earlier? There was significant progress on that front. Over 70 countries, including the United States, signed the High Seas Treaty at the United Nations General Assembly, this treaty aims for protection, conservation, and equitable profit from the high seas. Once ratified, it could have huge benefits for restoring planetary health. That's a hopeful note to end on. And speaking of hope, in the world of science, a groundbreaking discovery has been made in the fight against cancer. Researchers have found a new way to destroy cancer cells using aminocyanine molecules and near-infrared light. Charlotte, can you shed some light on this? Absolutely, Diego. This is indeed a significant development. The research team from Rice University, Texas A&M University, and the University of Texas have discovered that stimulating aminocyanine molecules with near-infrared light causes them to vibrate in sync enough to break apart the membranes of cancer cells. These molecules are already used in bioimaging as synthetic dyes and are known for their stability in water and ability to attach themselves to the outside of cells. How does this new approach compare to previous methods? While well, this new approach is being hailed as a new generation of molecular machines, referred to as molecular jackhammers, they are over a million times faster in their mechanical motion than the previously developed Faringa-type motors. The use of near-infrared light is also a significant advancement as it allows scientists to reach deeper into the body, potentially treating cancer in bones and organs without the need for surgery. That's fascinating. How effective has this method been in tests? In tests on lab-grown cancer cells, the molecular jackhammer method 
had a 99% success rate in destroying the cells. It was also tested on mice with melanoma tumors, and half of the animals became cancer-free. The researchers believe this is a different way to treat cancer using mechanical forces at the molecular scale, and it could be a technique that cancer cells find hard to evolve a blockade against. This is indeed a promising development in the fight against cancer. And on a different note, climate change is causing a chaos in the UK's nature, according to the National Trust. The loss of predictable weather patterns is disrupting the regular rhythm of the seasons, making plants and wildlife more susceptible to disease. Charlotte, could you delve deeper into this issue? Absolutely, Diego. The National Trust is warning of a seasonal baseline shift that's affecting not just animals, but also trees and plants. These incremental shifts may not seem significant in a single year, but over a decade, they're extremely impactful. The warmest June and highest sea temperatures ever recorded around the UK's coast were observed in 2023. An unusually warm winter has allowed pests and diseases to thrive, while low water levels in rivers, lakes, and reservoirs have led to increased algal blooms, causing mass fish deaths in some instances. What are the visible effects of these changes on the UK's landscapes and wildlife? Well, the changes are quite noticeable. Grass needs to be mowed much later into the year, and warm temperatures have prompted some shrubs to bloom early, making them susceptible to sudden cold snaps. This affects pollinators and the birds that feed on their seeds. The UK's most iconic tree, the oak, could be particularly hard hit by the rising year-round temperatures. The oak processionary moth, a parasite that infests oak trees, thrives in shorter cold spells. This makes the oaks more vulnerable to attack from other parasites. Animals that hibernate, like dormice, are also threatened as they emerge from their winter sleep earlier and can quickly use up their vital remaining stores of energy. That's quite concerning. What can be done to mitigate these effects? The National Trust believes that we can build increased resilience into the UK's landscapes and ecosystems. For instance, they're working on a project to return a Somerset River to its natural state. Over the years, the course of the river had been straightened and deepened. Now it's free again to meander, creating more than seven hectares of wetland. This project aims to slow the river's flow, allowing more water to be held in the landscape. It will help combat flooding and drought, increase wildlife diversity, and store more carbon over time. It's heartening to hear about such initiatives in addressing climate change, a global issue that requires our collective efforts. In a shift from environmental to technological advancements, artificial intelligence is not only transforming the way we live and work, but it's also revolutionizing the field of scientific discovery. A recent study led by Bill Ripple, a scientist who was not previously an activist, has developed a platform that uses AI to learn macroscopic dynamical descriptions of arbitrary stochastic dissipative systems directly from observations of their microscopic trajectories. Charlotte, can you tell us more about this? Absolutely, Diego. The platform known as Stochastic OnSagerNet, or S-OnSagerNet, is a significant advancement in the field of automated scientific discovery. It uses a generalized onsager principle to learn the dynamics of complex systems, such as the stretching of long polymer chains in an externally applied field. The platform constructs reduced thermodynamic coordinates and interprets the dynamics on these coordinates, providing a more in-depth understanding of the system's behavior. That sounds fascinating. Can you elaborate on how this platform works and its potential applications? Sure, Diego. The Eson SagerNet platform uses a combination of machine learning and physical insights to construct a model of the system's dynamics. It starts by observing the microscopic trajectories of the system, 
and then uses these observations to construct a thermodynamic description of the system's macroscopic behavior. This approach is particularly useful for studying complex systems where traditional physical intuition may fail. In the case of the polymer chains, for example, the platform was able to learn the dynamics of the system and build a dynamical landscape of polymer stretching. This could potentially be used to control the stretching rate of the polymers, which has wide-ranging applications in fields like materials science and biophysics. It's amazing to see how AI is being used to advance our understanding of complex systems. But what are the limitations of this approach? Are there any challenges that need to be addressed? Indeed, while the S Onsager Net platform is a powerful tool, it does have its limitations. For instance, the platform assumes that the system's dynamics can be described by a generalized Onsager principle. If this assumption doesn't hold, the platform's predictions may not be accurate. Additionally, the platform requires large amounts of data to learn the system's dynamics. If the data is insufficient or not diverse enough, the platform may overfit to the training data and perform poorly on unseen data. Despite these challenges, the S Onsagernet platform represents a significant step forward in the field of automated scientific discovery, and it will be interesting to see how it evolves in the future. Indeed, the potential of AI in scientific discovery is immense, and as we continue to explore these advancements, that wraps up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio. We'll see you back here tomorrow.